Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Megan. We're two ladies navigating life, mixing classic and current trends. Each week, we chat with a guest about their throwback interests and their latest discovery or cup of tea. We're We're the the Grand Millennials. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going so good. Yeah, what's what's so good? Special location today here from the beach, Ocean City, New Jersey. What, what? What, what? We're a little burn burned. We're not burnt. You're like perfectly golden. I mean, my face might be a little pink, but I think it's because of the heat. And so of, hot. Yeah, oh it's gosh. very hot. But it's beautiful. It is gorgeous. It was supposed to rain and it didn't. Yeah, we got it's, lucky. It's beautiful. Yeah. Lots of coffee, lots of ice cream. Yeah, donuts. Donuts. Lots of sun. So much sun. Lots of waves. Lots of sand. Lots of too much sand. <laughs> too much I don't sand. understand. Can we get a beach without sand? I would love that, actually. Like AstroTurf, maybe? Mm, but that would be extra hot. I burned my feet on the sand today. I know, but plastic, like, um, oh, yeah. this is real, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Carpet? I should bring back the dorky water shoes. There you go. That I would should've. be a look. It would be a look. I was also jumping in the waves, and I was like, you know what? I think I need prescription goggles, because this is <laughs> too much. <laughs> Every wave, I'm like, grasping my oh, prescription sunglasses. Well, I mean, those are pretty important and, yeah, and expensive. Yeah, and I had already lost my sunglasses, so I, I was, I was like, a cautionary oh, tale. Living on the edge, but like, I need them to see, so I should wear them, but right. I can't lose them. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot, but... Yeah, I, if anyone had to lose their glasses, it, I mean, it better have been me than you. Thank you for being so sacrificial. You know, I did it just for you. You're the best. <laughs> You're the best. So yeah, maybe next trip I'll have water shoes and prescription goggles. I will be there waiting to take your picture. And you'll have like a cute Snapchat filter. You'll be Pretty the much. millennial. I'll be the grandma. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Exactly. You should get one of those crazy suits that, you know, like the made of wool. Oh. Like old school style. To keep me nice and cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be perfect. Mm-hmm. Speaking of old school though, the Starbucks yeah. has these really cute pictures they of... really do. Ooh. Was it like 1920s? They were, there were some know. from the 20s and from, some from the like 40s or 50s. Yeah, it was really so cool. Cute. They were like on loan from a like local museum, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, so it just like was pictures of like people on the boardwalk. Yeah, from the 1940s, 1920s. Yeah. Like fully clothed because, you know, people still wore like Dressing slacks. gowns. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, like when yeah. they were on the boardwalk instead of, you know, shorts. Yeah, some of them like in suits and like boating hats. Yeah. Like very, very dapper. Very dapper. And then there was one in particular that you loved. I thought it was hilarious. It was a parade. So it was like the Ocean City Patrol people like yeah. on the sides of this float. Mm-hmm. All these buff men. And then these like gorgeous ladies on the float and it was scantily clad the baby parade not the babe that, parade but it should baby. have been the babe parade but it was called the baby parade which was hilarious yeah and so, we're, we're trying to figure out what that actually means yeah what it implied you know who knows who knows because where do babies come from <laughs> well megan if your mother hasn't had that conversation with you i'm not going to be the one to do it <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> So what was your favorite part of the beach? (laughs) Favorite part of the beach? Um, Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, we we, so we got here Friday night. It's currently ten. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, evening, evening, five thirty. Yeah, we kind of were action packed. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I loved getting up at sunrise yesterday to watch the you know the sun rise. Yeah, (laughs) which it was a little. It was very it was cloudy, hazy, hazy. And cloudy. So. so it was kind of like a sunrise, and then it yeah, got yeah. up like a seemed like I don't know yeah. an inch above the horizon line, and then it went away again. I was like, oh, it's like sunset, mm-hmm. um, but eventually it came back out, and it yeah. burned off all the clouds, and 
Yeah, that was good. My other highlight was when the pizza delivery man came and we were like, hey, we have a special request for you. And he's like, oh, what? You want me to do like a TikTok or something? And it was just really cute. We just wanted a picture taken. But but he was game. Uh, he so was that game. Was fun. He was up for anything. Yeah. yeah. Pro. Also, that pizza was delicious. It was so good. I also think that it was good, but I also think we were just really hungry. Yeah, we were so hungry. We had a long, long day. Because we had been up for like 17 hours. Yeah, at that point, it was close to 18 hours. Yeah. 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 And when you went to sleep at 9. Right. (laughs) It was adorable. (laughs) It was adorable. Yeah. I was so tired, guys. It was ridiculous. I mean, you did wake up on time for sunrise. I was, the air conditioner in our room was very loud, and I didn't hear my alarm. But very cooling. It was very cooling. nice. Yeah, very nice. And um, I missed my alarm. And I didn't know if she really wanted to get up or she didn't, so I left her. Which, which is nice. I do appreciate that. That is the safer route option. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I quickly got dressed and headed out to sunrise, and then it looked just gray, and I was like, like what, is what a sunrise. <laughs> I'm up at 5, you know, 40 for nothing. And then I, like, got to the beach, and, and I was like, was oh. Beautiful. And then I was like, oh, there's my friends. So I took yeah, a picture. It was, it was really so pretty. great. Yeah. And then we walked, you know, a mile to Starbucks, and yeah. then Starbucks didn't open for like another forty minutes. That's right. We, we had our little walking date. That was real <laughs> fun. Did. And we watched the surfers because there was a little surf competition yeah, happening. That was awesome. They were cute, mm-hmm. like little guys, like maybe like seven to ten years old. Yeah, that's why they crazy. were cute. Not yeah. like oh, cute surfers. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them were doing some pretty good wave like yeah. rides. I was impressed. It was pretty choppy yesterday. So choppy. Yeah. Was, yeah. It's crazy, so, but but it's been a really great trip. Great trip, yeah. What was your highlight? Sorry, I never asked you. Um, I think my highlight was just getting as much time on the beach as possible. I'm like a early planter, like get there, you know, your find your spot. Umbrella and two chairs. Oh yeah, it's my you, order. you gotta get an umbrella and two chairs. I I just like the thickness of those umbrellas. They're just yeah. so like they they You're block out all them. the sun. My mother made me like this, and thank so, you, Alice. Yes, I appreciated those chairs. They were they were wonderful. <laughs> and you can't be that jerk who's like, I'm gonna get an umbrella and one chair. No, you gotta share the wealth. There were That's six good. of us, so you know. Take some time. basis. Exactly. Yeah, yeah share the shade, get some reading done. Except I didn't get as much reading done as I expected. I got a little distracted by just people watching. Mostly by because, like, today there were so many people that I just, like, kept being, like, where's my space? Where's my space? She also posted up before the rest of us because she went to church last night. We did not. Yeah. So we didn't get out there until, like, 12. Yeah. And you... Had been there for, like, been there. three and a half hours. That's true. <laughs> I mean, in our defense, we had, like, already gone for a walk along the yeah, beach, yeah, yeah, gotten yeah. coffee, done all this right. stuff. But I did like, see them in the morning. It wasn't like I was alone. And right. Like, we just, like, didn't set up for the day until right. 12. Yeah. And, and you had been sort of encroached upon by yeah. all these people. I mean, it was a perfect beach day, and I understand it, but... Um, hello, six, today, six feet away. It's still coronavirus. They did, though. I, f- I mean, not everyone on the beach, but I feel like away from us, we were yeah. pretty... pretty. I mean, we were close to each other, yeah, but... Right. The strangers were far enough away. That is good. It was comfortable distance. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I'm really excited because this um, person that we're interviewing is also doing something super summery, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. Super summery and, like, super homemakery. I don't yeah. know. Like, just a great little little life skill. Exactly. So, so uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to my friend Laurel about making jam. Jam. All right. See ya. All right. Hi, we're back and we are here with our guest, Laurel. And so um, Laurel and Megan have never met before. 
So this is Hey Laurel. So nice. Hey Megan. <laughs> Pretty exciting. I think you've come to one of our Christmas parties, Laurel. Yes. But you know, those have like too many people. Way too I many mean, people. 60. Lovely people. Oh yeah. But just like I probably have way not a good time before. to like get to know a new friend, really. For yeah. sure. So it's lovely to see you on Zoom. I've missed you so much. Laurel and I actually work together. So it's been way too long since we've actually yeah. seen each other in person. So first of all, how are you doing? I'm good. It's, this has been, I mean, for everyone, right? The strangest four months of my life. But, mm. um, but it's funny how in those times, I think you see like beauty and goodness that you would miss in your everyday life. So, yeah. you know, it's got turns to perspective. It. I, know, <laughs> I know. That's why I love Laurel so much because she's just like a ray of sunshine, always looking on the positive side of things and helps me to have a similar perspective as well. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. Unrelated to our topic, but I was like, Courtney, do I know Laurel? And she's like, she's the one I go to Nats games with. So how are you feeling about baseball coming back? I am. I'm so torn, right? So in some ways I'm so excited. I mean, Mm -hmm. the thought of Scherzer and Cole facing off on the 23rd, I think it is, brings me much joy. Um, But at other times, like I told Courtney, I went and walked around the park a couple, I don't know, maybe a month ago. Um, And I was just like, man, I miss it, right? That's such a like social part of your life. Um, Yeah. I don't think I realized how much sports are this like social aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so I'm, I'm excited they're coming back. Um, I'm sad that it's such a weird season. I'll be really excited maybe next year when it's a little more normal. Games. Yeah. 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 You can eat tater tots and oh, I love the tots <laughs> so the tots much. So I know we're tots yeah. buddies. <laughs> Got me in a lot of trouble eating way too many tots. It's so easy so to do. So good. I know. Mm. Well, we can talk about tots another time. Yeah, but, that's a different story. Exactly. And I could talk about tots for hours. Uh, but we were here because you do something that I have never actually done. And every spring when you're like, oh, I'm going fruit picking and I'm going to make jam. I'm like, that's awesome. But I don't get that. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I wish I kind of you know, had that skill. And, um, I just want to, you know, when we approached you, you were like, Oh my gosh, I could talk about my jam journey. And so I think that's the (laughs) cutest way of putting it. So Laurel, tell us about your jam journey. Yeah. So, um, it's so funny. So I grew up in the South and I grew up in the small ish city. Um, so I think people often think that I grew up in the country and I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, no, I grew up there's literally a golf course like across the street from my house. So, um, and we weren't really campers or hikers or gardeners, like any of that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's, I think really funny that I moved to DC, right? This major city. Yeah. Um, and a friend said, do you want to go berry picking? And I was like, I mean, who doesn't, right? Why not? Right, right. Uh, so I went and I was like, this is very fun. It's nice to be outdoors. Um, so different from, you know, your daily life of concrete and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the second or third time I went with her, I just had so much fruit. I couldn't eat it all. And so right. I was like, oh, I should make jam. Uh-huh. And then it's kind of like if you give a mouse a cookie, right? So, right. you know, you take me fairy picking, <laughs> I overpick, I have to do something with it. I start making jam. And then that becomes just my absolute favorite thing to do. Well, it's weird. It's not that fun to do, right? Like while you're doing it, you're not like, well, this is a delightfully hot stove to stand over for a long period of time, right? Um, Like if you do cherries, you know, if you're doing cherry pie filling, you look like you murdered someone when you're done because the pitting is just, it just goes everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, I ran to the store one day and I was like, I'm going to get arrested while I'm here. Like this is a problem. Um, But anyway, but it's, I was telling my mom the other day, the thing I love about it is that all year long, you then have something to give someone that's very personal, that's, you know, kind of unique. 
it's not something you can just buy in the store. I mean, you can buy jam, but it's not the same. Right. Um, and so I really like it. And I think this is going to sound super hippie to be Christian-y, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I think there's also something about opening a jar of jam in December or more likely in February, right? When it's mm-hmm. been cold and dark and gross and it feels like nothing's ever going to grow again. Um, it's nice to open that and be reminded of God's bounty, right? That yeah. he like provides and that things come in cycles and that it's going to be spring again and fruit's going to come again. And it's going to be these times of the year that are easier are coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I love that about it too, that, that for me personally, when I'm eating jam that I made in April or, or May or June in those kind of doldrums, I guess you would call it of those colder gross months. Um, it's really nice to be reminded of that cycle right? Yeah. This like, yeah. what a beautiful perspective, Laurel. <laughs> I know. This. Again, this is why she's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Um, seriously, don't laugh because it's true, Laurel. Oh, thank you. Aww. <laughs> so when did you first make jam? Like how long has That's this been? Question. So it was, and this is where I also get to talk about really kind people who help mm. you with your obsessions. So, um, <laughs> so I went picking for the first time. Hold on. I have to do math. Okay. Probably 10 years ago. Wow. Um, and then it wasn't the first season. I just ate it all. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a really great bluebell commercial from forever ago where this guy has this, this ice cream truck. And when he finally gets to his destination, it's empty, <laughs> ate it all along the way. Uh-huh. And so I like to say with fruit, you kind of like eat everything you can and then you jam the rest. Right. Uh-huh. Like, whatever. <laughs> so the first couple of years I just ate it all. Um, and so then it was probably the ninth year, nine years ago, I started making jam and then it really this is so dorky, but it took me a couple of years to like perfect my recipes and figure out how much I needed yeah. and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think probably the last seven years and then one year I kind of took off cause I was in grad school and my head was going to explode. And I was like, no other things can happen. Cannot in jam. go very <laughs> jam making too There's, much required, yeah. too many papers to write. Um, <laughs> so I took a year off and then it really was great last summer to be kind of back in that and kind of, I don't know about you, but I feel like there are certain, certain parts of the way you're created that you find so satisfying. And I think for me, it was nice to come back to making jam again and be like, yeah, this is who I am, right? Mm -hmm. This is part of, I mean, it's not the whole of who I am. That would be sad, Um, (laughs) but it's it's part of who I am, right? That I love to take things that could go bad and be able to turn them into something good, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the thing I love about jam is I, I haven't researched this, but I think that there's a good chance that jam came about because people had extra fruit and they didn't want it to go to waste. And it mm-hmm. was a way to preserve, right? Preserve Hence the reason yeah. we call them, you know, preserves. Um, it was a way to preserve that. And so last year being able to make jam again, I felt like, yeah, this is something that I love doing. It helps me think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice well, to kind of come back. Cause it's it. a time consuming process, right? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> for yeah. novice jam people, <laughs> Tell us, like, how does one start to make jam? Yeah, so I would start with blueberries if you like blueberries because blueberries are actually quite a stress reliever because you literally take, like, basically a mashed potato, you know, whatever that contraption is you use to mash the potatoes, and you just squish them all in the pan, um, in your, you know, soup pan or whatever, and then Uh you dump sugar on it, and then you stir, and it just becomes jam. Um, the hardest part for me is I'm so worried about burning it or wasting mm-hmm. it that you have to be really careful to know when it's time to take it off the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to do some prep work, right? So you're like washing your jars and putting them in a really big canning pot, which mm-hmm. is surprisingly cheap. Um, and you put those in there and let the, the, um, 
the jars get hot enough that they won't freak out when you put the jam in Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you stir your jam. That part really only takes probably like 30 minutes. Um, and you're not stirring necessarily the whole time. Oh, um, like 30 minutes of constant stirring sounds, sounds <laughs> like, like an arm workout. It's like your arm workout for the day. Uh, yeah. um, and then the fun part is you put like a plate in the freezer or a spoon in the freezer so that you can take it out, dip it in the pot. And if it, if the syrup, you know, kind of sticks the right way, you know, it's time and you take it off the heat and then you put it in your jars you know, seal them up and then put them back in the canning. And then the really, really fun thing I love is that there's this like pop that happens when the jar seals. Mm. So you take it out and then, you know, for the next hour you hear like pop, pop, and it's kind of the jars going, I'm done. We're good. And then you don't have to do anything extra to make it make the pop noise. You just, no, it just naturally like cooling or yeah. I think as it cools off, it sucks in the air and that makes the Mm. thing seal. And then that pop lets you know that you can keep it just, you know, on the shelf for, long periods of time, um, which is nice. Yeah. Cause yeah. like freezer jam is great if you live in a place where you have an extra freezer, but you not know, us. we live in Northern Virginia. That's exactly. not exactly. And we have five people in our, living in our house and we have no freezer no. space for ice no. even. No. Yeah. Um, ice. That was when I knew how I had, I had a really good roommate is that I had some fruit that I had frozen that I hadn't been able to make into jam yet. Mm. And the power went out while I was out of town and she literally drove my fruit over to her sister's house to keep oh. it from going bad. I love that. <laughs> that's like, that's Ellie. Shout out to Ellie. She's oh, yeah. amazing yeah. roommate. Ellie. She, I have heard of Ellie. She's an MVP for sure. Yeah. She's awesome. So. so you did mention that when you started picking that you got to have, you had some friends that were, are they, yeah. jam- like, are they jammers? They're not jammers. Um, <laughs> you call people jam- jammers? I have no idea. Um, I'm going to make that a term. Um, okay. Yeah. So no, they aren't. They're more um, ice cream makers and okay. sh- strawberry shortcake makers and like that kind of stuff. Mm. Um yeah. Jam is just, it's such, like you said, it's a commitment of time. So like blueberry jam is super fast. Yeah. Um, I mean, relatively. Um, and then strawberry jam is pretty efficient, but, but even strawberries, you're like chopping them all up or like mm. peaches. I've been making peach jam and you just, it's so much chopping, right. um, and then stirring and, you know, like peaches random science fact for you. Um, peaches don't really have pectin in them, so they won't jam on their own. Okay. So you have to like like I just found a recipe that works a little bit better than my previous one, but you have to put like Granny Smith apples in there with them and then take those apples out at the end so that it oh. has enough to gel. Um, Weird. So that one takes a long time. That's <laughs> yeah. a long time. Wow. And if they would have it, it's, I think the best. So of course. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's how I mean, it works. I just but... love peaches just in general. Oh, so I, mm, I know I have two that are just like probably a little too <laughs> overripe and I need to eat them like tonight. Um, yes. <laughs> Cause there's not enough of them to jam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but overripe is perfect for jamming. Kind of like banana bread, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So you said, so you've made strawberry, you've made blueberry, peach, yes. cherry. That was yeah, the murder so, scene, right? <laughs> yes, that was a murder scene. So cherries are actually like cherry pie with good cherries is yeah. so, so good. Mm-hmm. So there's actually, um, okay, so I'm going to get into the dorky part of my obsession here. Yes. So, so jam is just basically sugar and fruit, as long as you have a fruit that has pectin in it. So you can also do like lemons or have pectin in them. So you can put sliced lemons and then take those out at the end. You have uh-huh. lots of options for how you get it to do the right thing. Um, but cherry pie filling requires this stuff. Um, I think it's called sure gel is the name of it, but it's so weird because if you look online, there's only like one substance on the whole planet that people will tell you to use for your pie filling. Um, cause pie filling needs to be just a little denser, right? Or otherwise right. it'll soak in and make your crust like super gross. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so cherry pie filling is actually faster to make because you're putting in the cherries, the sugar, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of cinnamon. Mm. Yeah, delicious. Uh, yeah, delicious, right? Mm, and then you're putting so in this, this like basically modified cornstarch of some kind or another. I don't know what they do to it. I don't mm-hmm. really care. Um, <laughs> I'm not investigating Let's not ask questions. Let's just yeah. be good with the uh, result. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's, and then you just stir that in and then you just can it. Um, and I actually think, cherry pie filling is really good in yogurt. It's really good over ice cream. Mm. And then my personal favorite is I like to make pie crust and put it in muffin tins and then bake those pie crust. And then you can just put as much, as much pie filling or as little as you want. So make a little whipped cream. It's delicious. It sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. I mean, you caught me before dinner time. I'm starving. No, it's my fault. (laughs) When I get back, we'll do a distance, a social distance little pie adventure. that would be so fun. That would be fun. So what is your favorite one to make? So is it like blueberry because it's fast or is it? Yeah, uh, I think peach is actually my favorite because, you know, you eat a little bit as you cut up, right? So mm-hmm. I get to enjoy delicious peaches. Um, and I think also I have a connection to it because I typically make my peach jam at home um, oh. at my parents' house where I currently am because mm-hmm. um, there's a really good peach orchard that I love. Um, it's like a family run business. Um, we've watched the kids grow up, you know, every summer Aww. as we go get peaches and whatever. Um so um, it's really fun because sometimes my dad will sit and cut peaches with me, which, you know, he only does because he loves me, um, right. <laughs> you know, and my mom will hang out with me. Um, so I think I have a really fond memories of making peach jam because I'm normally doing it in the summer when I'm home, mm-hmm. I'm a little lazier schedule, you know. That kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, that sounds lovely. Are you by chance in Georgia or no? No, I'm in Arkansas and strangely Arkansas, the peaches okay. I get come from Oklahoma. Interesting. <laughs> Very wow. interesting. Okay. I was what like Georgia peaches, but That's no. Crazy. Yeah. So with the peach, you have to peel them too, right? You can't yes. have like the fuzzy peach skin on it. No. Well, okay. So I actually, this is my sad sob story of my trip home this year. Okay. I forgot my cookbook that has oh. my peach jam recipe in it. And it's substantially more complicated than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being a librarian right by trade, I right. was like, I'm going to find this. So on Amazon, it they didn't have it in an ebook form. They only had it in paper form. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, by the time it gets here, these peaches are going to be bad. They had it at the public library, but you have to like schedule a 30-minute visit and they aren't open till Monday. It was like a whole thing. Um, <laughs> Sounds so, like a disaster. It was totally COVID. <laughs> yeah. So I know. So I was like, oh, anyway. But so I found a recipe where you do leave the skins on, but it was like an Epicurious, like super complicated. Mm. Some of them were like peach bourbon, but I was like, why would I want my peaches to taste like anything but peaches? Peaches right. are delicious. Yeah. So. I mean, I do like bourbon, but but not or yeah, jam. But I think like jam. yeah, just gonna be straight peach. So wait, how does this story end? Did the peaches go bad? Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I left you hanging. This is so bad. Um, no. So I actually found some recipes online, and I found being a librarian, I was doing horizontal reading. Right, I was looking to see if it showed up in multiple places. Yeah. So I found three places that had the exact same recipe that swore it was good. So I was like, well, I'll try it with one batch. And it worked out. And it actually is easier than my original recipe. So Ooh, it was kind of a win. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I found that recipe and was like, okay, I'm doing this. Yeah. And it was close enough. So when you go like fruit picking, like, mm-hmm. are you looking for like a certain amount to make a certain amount of jam or is it kind of like it's whatever is left over? Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm always really afraid of not having enough, which is like <laughs> just a, you know, a general thing I should probably work through with somebody. Um, anyway, but <laughs> But I'm always like, I'm not going to have enough fruit and then I'm going to be stuck. So I normally over purchase mm-hmm. and then I end up, you know, giving them to friends or whatever. So if I, if peaches are in season, when I get back, I'll drop some off for you. That would be um, great. 
but yeah, so the, the thing I love about peaches, like strawberries are so tough because it's, you know, whatever they are on the day you pick them is the way they're always going to taste right until mm-hmm. they go bad. Um, and so, you know, if there aren't a lot of ripe strawberries, when you go, you're just kind of stuck. Um, the great thing I love about peaches in particular, another reason to love peach jam, um, is that if you pick them in there, not ripe yet, you just set them out for a few days. Right. And they become better. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I typically am pretty generous with my peach purchasing. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think it takes about, I think it only takes about like eight peaches to make jam. Oh, um, wow. It feels like, like a jar of jam or uh, no, to make one batch. How oh, much is a batch? Be, oh, that's a good question. So it's normally it's like five or six jars. Wow. Are we talking like tiny jars? We're talking mason? Uh, oh yeah. I should clarify. So I do, um, like the eight ounce jars. My, my mom and I were having this conversation. So, um, we were at the store and I was like, Oh, I'm going to get jars. And she's like, I have jars. And I was like, your jars are too big. And if you use big (laughs) jars, a, you can only give it to so many people. Mm -hmm. B you're giving such a large portion of your bounty to one person instead of, you know, so I'm a big believer in the little eight ounce jars because mm-hmm. I feel like those give people enough that it's not just one serving, but not so much that they're like, I'm never going to finish this jar. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so, so it, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so once it's like sealed and it does the popping sound, it can stay on the shelf for like how long? They Pretty much forever. 18 months. Yeah. I I've pushed it past 18 months. I'll be honest. Um, I wouldn't give it to somebody after that, but right. on the Mason jar box, it says 18 months. Okay. And so is it kind of like, as long as that seal is sealed, you're kind of good. good. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, yeah. And then once you open it, put it in the fridge and it stays in the fridge for a long time too, I think. So that's great. That was going to be my next question. So very cool. I have a sort of silly question, but oh, I like this. do you put any like stickers or branding or anything for your jars? So I haven't, but I should, because my mom, you know, when I bring jam to my parents, they're always like, we can't tell which was last year's and which was this year's and how long it's been in the fridge. Um, so I do need to do, I should make my own little label that I can yeah. put on there. So Thank people you. know. Laurel um, the jammer. <laughs> yeah. I had some friends back when I was making pie filling who were like, you should be the pie girl and like have a spot at the farmer's market where mm. you could, you know, set up your like pie buffet. We had a whole plan. Um, and what then, happened? You know, I'd come visit I, you. <laughs> we realized it was a lot of work. I, think. I was and just I was saying like, oh. it sounds like a lot of work. But for friends, I've set up that. Like I've made them before where I had my cherry pie filling and then I'd make like a lemon curd and I'd make like mm-hmm. a chocolate pie, you know, cream pie filling. And then if you have the fillings out and the crust out, people can kind of like build their own. It's oh, yeah. kind of fun. Pie yeah. party. That sounds yeah, super so fun. Too bad pie day was in March, but mm-hmm. maybe next March. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I need to work on my branding. That needs yeah. to happen. Um, I do say my grandmother, this is like one of my favorites. My grandmother was this hilarious woman who, um, she had these little tiny boxes she'd put money in for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she would always tell you that if you gave her the box back, she'd fill it again next Christmas. But if you ah. kept the box, too bad for you. Um, <laughs> and so I've taken that with jars. I'm like, if you bring me the jar back, then I know you ate the jam and I know you like the jam and I don't have to buy new jars. Yeah. Um, so I have a deal with people that if they bring the jars back, they get more jam faster than if they don't. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Now here I am just think, thinking to myself, um, how come you don't have a jar? Right. How, how come I don't have a jar? <laughs> I should hook you up, Courtney. I will bring some next time we're in the same space. Okay. Not to like put our friendship on blast or anything, but I feel it's like true. I'm slightly unloved by you. <laughs> Can I not? You know what? It's because I don't think to bring it in the building. I'm yeah, so used to like, yeah. Okay. I need to work no, on this. This is good. Fine. I'm How do we have this time. conversation? Yeah. No, but this is helpful for me to know where my jam has not made its its way yet. 
I mean, you'll get the, the jar back and so there you go. It'll be delicious. We'll, we'll enjoy it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, for like the longest time I didn't like cooked fruit. And so like mm. eating pies and things has been like a new adventure for me the last probably like five years. Um, so how do you use your jams? Like, do you just put them on like scones or like, what do you yes. use them for? Yeah, I am. Um, I have a friend of mine who I find hilarious. Her name's Shannon and she has three little girls and I bring her more jam than most people. Cause she has <laughs> five people in her house and they eat right. a lot of it. And she and I have joked that homemade jam is not really peanut butter and jelly jam, right? Like I sometimes will do that with mine because it's mine, but um, I'm a little picky about where I put it. So I'll like biscuits. I really love it on biscuits because, oh, yeah. you know, I'm from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, a lot of biscuits. Um, my dad actually likes to eat it on pancakes instead oh. of syrup. Okay. He's a big fan of that. Yeah, um, yeah scones are a great use for it. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I tried to mix it into some yogurt, but I feel like it kind of got lost in there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'll do that again. speak for itself. Yeah. You have yeah. a vehicle that's going to highlight the jam. <laughs> you know? You know who the star of the show We're is. We're not talking right? to even toast here. We need it to yeah. be something, you something know, special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we did have a chef's hand come up <laughs> for those of you at home who can't see Laurel right now. <laughs> yeah. Take your jam seriously. I like it. It's good. Yeah. But no, that's a good question. So I will eat my strawberry jam on peanut butter and jelly sometimes, but yeah. But generally speaking, I kind of want it to be an event. special. Yeah. yeah. I know that makes dorky, sense. But... You spend so much time working on it that it needs to feel like it's appreciated. Yeah. Appreciated. Yes. Yeah. 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 So every year do you make, you know, strawberry, blueberry, peach, all of those things, or, um, do you pick different fruits each year or? Oh yeah. That's a good question. So it, <laughs> Okay. So strawberries in my finding vary mm-hmm. dramatically in how good they are from season to season. So like last year's strawberries were phenomenal mm-hmm. and it was interesting. So I'm going to go back to God's bounty here. Cause that's where I live. Um, I had had a really hard year last year. Like mm-hmm. Courtney knows kind of the backstory of that, but it had just been a hard year at work. I was in grad school. It was just lots of stuff going on. And so there was this time where like when I went to go pick fruit, I did make time to go pick strawberries last season. And I was so glad I did because they were just beautiful and tasty and just everything I wanted them to be. And being outdoors was so nice. And I remember thinking like, God, this is just such a gift right? Like mm-hmm. God would still be good even if the strawberries had been awful, right? right. But you know, it's not like <laughs> it's we were on this. Yeah. yeah, we weren't on the line here, but but it was just a matter of thinking, God, your provision is so obvious, right? That sometimes your provision is really big and huge and amazing. And sometimes your provision is just an afternoon of beauty, right? Or a morning of beauty. Um, so I picked strawberries last year and made jam and ate a ton of strawberries and just like lived in that like you know, beauty of the season or whatever. Um, and then this year, you know, given COVID and everything that was going on, I just mm-hmm. literally like just drove up and did curbside pickup and the strawberries weren't very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty about jam is there's so much sugar in there that you can kind of like <laughs> <Mastered, laughs> work yeah. itself out. Um, yeah. yeah. So some years I'll make strawberry jam and some years I won't. A couple years ago, it had been really rainy and really gross. And I knew the strawberries were probably going to be really kind of watered down and not so good. So I was like, Mm -hmm. we're not doing that. Um, there have been a couple of years that because of like, like cherries in particular are super sensitive to the season. Mm. So like, um, there've been a couple of years where, because we got a cold snap after it started to get warm, there just weren't very many cherries. And so I couldn't pick then, um, you know, there was a year my mom was sick. So, you know, 
that was kind of a, the focus. Um, so yeah, so it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, strawberry and peach jam are my absolute favorite to, to make and to give out. So I always try to do that. Um, blueberries, it's, it kind of just depends on how much energy I have and mm -hmm. how much time and, and it, and money, right. It starts to get expensive driving to Maryland yeah. and cause that's where the farms I go to are. And, um, gotten a couple speeding tickets coming back from Maryland because of the, gotta get yeah. these berries back. Gotta get home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those traffic cams. That's right. Oh um, my gosh. The worst. Anyway. Were you on 295 by chance? Because <laughs> oh, it's the back me. roads. It's, I get really, oh. it's bad. I'm bad about being like, I'm on the back roads. Just getting the groove. But, and the, the speed limits aren't as high as probably where you, your parents live. Yeah. Even on the back roads. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, so it gets expensive. And so it kind of, I kind of play it by ear and see, um, what I think. Um, mm -hmm. but I do really love to have, and this is, this is embarrassing to admit. I like to have like 40 jars of jam by the end of the summer. Cause I then I can it. ask you like, how many do you make on average? So yeah, that's the goal. Cause then you can give them away just to people on a whim. Mm -hmm. You know, if you only make like 24 jars of jam, if you They're really think precious. about it, yeah, you have yeah. to really measure them out and you can only give people like a little bit, you know, but mm -hmm. if you have like 40 to 50 jars, you can be pretty generous and you can mail it to somebody as a surprise or drop it off if they're having a bad day or use it as a thank you gift. So. Oh, you're so giving That's Laurel. Sweet. You're the sweetest. <laughs> I love it. No, it's so good. So I, I mean, and it is, it's really nice to have that stockpile throughout the year to just mm -hmm. be like, Oh, this is what we're giving you. <laughs> yeah. Super exciting. That is exciting. So I, I mean, I was telling you that I haven't really eaten a ton of like cooked fruit, so I don't think I've ever purchased jam before. So I'm like to have 50 jars. I'm like, how would you even use them? But um, <laughs> I think that's awesome that you're just like so giving and willing to like share it with others. So yeah. that's awesome. Well, and, and I think too, you kind of get, um, friends that get used to it, right? They're like, oh, it's jam mm -hmm. season. And so you kind of want to, not that you have to, right? Because it's a gift, but it's nice to have kind of, you know, like my parents really like it. Um, my niece, I think, because she's getting older, is starting to get more into it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, There's so that anticipation, which I totally get. Yeah. it's just, And it also kind of signals the year, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's spring. What's something exciting mm -hmm. that usually happens this time? I get jam from Laurel. And then it's nice because like around March, whatever I have left, I'll sometimes do kind of like a lot more generous giveaway. Right. So mm -hmm. I'll, cause I know I'm about to resupply. So I'll, um, I'll mail some to some friends. I'll, you know, do like, I had one friend who was living in, I think in Hong Kong and he was like, can you mail, I, I think I posted on Facebook that I had some leftover. And so I mailed it to him and he was so funny. Cause he was like, can you also mail us these things? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I went to the post office and was like, this Holy is very so expensive. <laughs> I was like, yeah. can I just mail it to your dad and your dad can mail it to you when yeah. he mails all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it is really, it's fun to be able to, to kind of have that, you're like, have that kind of cycle, that season of, you know, yeah. people expecting it, but you're right. A lot of people don't like, like one of my really good friends doesn't like it. And so it's funny. Cause then I have to try to think of other things I can <laughs> do that are special. I'm like, well, you don't want this. So, <laughs> yeah. and I actually, this is one little, little note PSA, if I can, yeah. um, if somebody makes something from scratch and you don't like it, you're better to be honest with them and tell them that you don't really like it before you take it. Because I think sometimes we take things thinking we're being really kind by just saying, Oh, thanks. Um, now if you have somebody else to give it to, then do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, 
Um, but I had a pastor that one time I said, do you guys want some peach salsa? And he was like, ah, we don't really eat like sweet salsa. That's not really our thing. And I was like, well, thanks for telling me. Cause that way I didn't just give you something that goes in the trash. Right. Anyway. Cause uh, I spent a lot of time making right? you know, <laughs> this <laughs> hard work. Um, yeah. So I think it's really good to either be honest with somebody and say, oh, that's so kind of you, but I actually don't really eat cooked fruit. Right. Or mm-hmm. I really don't, you know, we don't eat a lot of toast or whatever. Um, or have somebody in mind that you're going to pass it off to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So not related to jam, but peach salsa, I love. Yes. Ooh, okay. Well, um, when I make peach salsa, I'll hook you up. (laughs) Oh, I'm just going to say, do you have like a good recipe that you... I do, and I'll share it with you. Um, Oh, okay. So my favorite cookbook, the one that I was desperately trying to find, um, is the ball... It's like the ball jar, you know, like that company. Uh They have one that is their... um, Hold on. I'm going to... We'll keep talking and I'll look it up and find the actual title for it. But it's got the peach salsa recipe in it that I would totally recommend. Nice. I do like um, a peach salsa, something I've had like a mango salsa, peach salsa. It's just yeah. kind of this very summery and, yeah. you know, different, mm-hmm. and, I don't know, exciting Super summery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And any excuse um, to eat chips, you know, right. Oh, totally. Tortilla yeah. chips. <laughs> okay. So it's called the ball complete book of home preserving. And it has pickle recipes. It has, you know, like tomatoes like you can yeah. can anything from that cookbook so I cool. love pickles so we might need to get I'll, I'll get this book you got the home <laughs> brewing book I'll get the home jamming book mm-hmm. I'm gonna become a jammer you are gonna become like homesteaders <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean these skills become more and more ne- like necessary as things Ew. happen I know if people get more and more bored at home right you're like yeah <laughs> bored in the house right you're like what are you gonna do that's right my, my room has never been so clean. I need something else to do. I can only clean so much. Clean, organize. <laughs> wow. Anything else you want to tell us about jam? I don't think so. Um, just to enjoy yeah. it. Mm. I just think it's really fun. I think, you know, I think anytime you can do something that points you to the, the cycle of the year and the seasonal nature of life, I think it's good because I really do think that I don't know about you guys, like maybe you guys love winter. I don't know. But for me, which is <laughs> awesome. Early, um, you know, <laughs> I think if you have seasons that are harder for you, whether those are seasons of life in a sense of like a stage of life you're in or like literal like seasons, mm-hmm. I think it's really nice to have something that reminds you that I would argue humans are made for predictable change, mm-hmm. right? We're made for things to change, but to change in a way that that we can kind of see it coming and we kind of yeah. know what's going to happen. And so I think for me, anything you can do that sets you back to that idea that like, this is not permanent, right? This season might be hard, but it's not forever. Um, and that things naturally change and that, and that life gets brought back after a season of, um, you know, I don't know what challenge. The challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think is really good. <laughs> so yeah. whatever that looks like for you, I'd say go for it. That's great. Well, we always like to end our interviews asking what our um, guest's cup of tea is, current obsession, something that they're excited about. So what's your cup of tea, Laurel? Um, I was thinking about that. Um, and I, can I have two or can oh, I just have one? Of course. Okay. Yeah. You, can have two that I, you can drink tea okay. all day, so we can have multiple cups. Okay. Um, so two things that I've gotten really into, and I think as an Ohio girl, you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I've been super obsessed with the Cincinnati Zoo. Um, yes. Me too. Right? Yeah. Okay, what is your, what are your favorite things about the zoo? What have um, you liked since it's been? Well, I've just been watching the home safari, like all of, you know, March, April, May slash June. Um, what, what, yeah, can I, I ask you, did you have a favorite animal? Um, I really enjoyed, um, I liked Fiona. 
You like mm. Fiona the hippo. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I really liked the sloth. Mm. Um, yes. That's cool. And the porcupine. What is his name? Um, Rico. Rico. I was like, Roscoe Rico? Yeah, Rico. I love Rico. Um, yeah, I found the zoo just to be so like, I'd call my mom and be like, did you know ostriches have brains the size of walnuts? And that pretty much explains their entire existence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. So, um, so I'm obsessed with the zoo. I think zoo animals are so interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was fun. And then my other thing is speaking of rhythms, um, there's a church in Arlington that's been doing, um, evening and morning prayer on mm-hmm. zoom. Um, and that's been something I've really, really enjoyed. So having, um, a 9am and 5am kind of reminder of bigger picture things. Cause I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. sometimes during the season, it was so overwhelming, um, to think about, you know, how long are we going to be, um, in this stay at home order? How long is life going to be weird? Right. Like, ah, right. Whatever. And yeah. so it was really nice to twice a day kind of be pointed back to bigger things, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be, I don't know, in kind of a, once again, predictable kind of rhythm of things was right. really good. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so what about you guys? What are your cups of tea? Do you guys tell the audience yours or no? We vacillate. Sometimes we, sometimes sometimes we, sometimes we don't. don't. Yeah. You should make it like a constant. I yeah. feel like, um, I'm trying to think. You want to go first? Um, well, right now my cup of tea is snacks and I'm eating some <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a snacker usually, mm. but um, I, I'm i having some skinny pop and I even snuck a couple Yum. kernels during this interview, which I never do, and which is precarious <laughs> during, um, you know, actually asking someone questions to have some food in your mouth. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's something kind of fun about snack foods. Um, I've, I've been having, um, this chocolate hummus. It sounds really weird, weird, but but it's actually really good. It doesn't taste super chocolatey, but it just is like a nice little spread. And if you get it on like a pretzel or like a, one, especially one of those honey pretzels, it's so good. So I had some of those earlier and I, now I'm having some skinny pop and yes, it is 6 PM and I should be having dinner, but I want, some more snacks, popcorn. Yeah. yeah. It's summer, man. That's true. It's summer. Okay. So my obsessions are just sort of silly. I don't know what that weird noise was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, just <laughs> forgot that noise. That's <laughs> not my obsession. I don't know if you heard it on your end, but it was a weird thing happening here. Okay. Yeah, cool. Okay. So um, I got this new nail polish color. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from a company called Olive in June. And it's just like this purpley, fun summer color. I don't nice. know. Love that. Oh, nice. And then I also... I don't know, but just sort of in the mood to like listen to music from, I don't know, when I was an angsty teenager. So I was listening to New Found Glory today and it just made me really happy. So that makes me so happy. I might have watched two Whitney Houston music videos today because it was just, yeah. Yes. That's like classy music. New Found Glory. A little more (laughs) not, but yeah. So I was in, um, Maine recently and we were uh, like along the beach and it was like Ocean Avenue and I was like oh my gosh that song Ocean Avenue yellow card yellow card yeah Yeah, it was so then today I was just like you know what I think I just need a little bit of this music so yeah I I did yeah um can I redo my because snacks is boring and I realized that I've been obsessively listening to Jessica Simpson's audiobook oh how is it oh my gosh it is riveting (laughs) it is so like I started it two days ago and I'm like an hour and a half done. And it was like Holy an 11 cow. hour, like audiobook. First of all, so what you're 10 hours in. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You have 11. Okay. 
Yeah. So um, it, it's just fascinating. First of all, I love listening to celebrity memoirs in their own voice, like listening mm-hmm. reading the book. You can usually hear them, you know, in your own imagination, but actually hearing her read it was, it's fascinating. Also, she has had very varied experiences. Like her whole childhood is very interesting. And she talks about how she was almost on the Mickey Mouse Club and then mm-hmm. got beat mm-hmm. out by Christina and Brittany. And then later on when they were teaching, they were like, hey, we want to sign you, but these two girls are both coming up. And she's like, again? Um, Yeah. And then all of the stuff with her and John Mayer, like getting together after like her and Nick Lachey got divorced. Fascinating. And I didn't like his character before. And I think he is a terrible person, but a really great musician. But he's the best songwriter, but he's such a sleazeball, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. And now I have more proof that he's a sleazeball. So um, it's great. And the things that she's overcome, like, I feel like the world does not give her enough credit. Um, and I started following her on Instagram and, you know, have done these deep dives of looking at pictures from like the nineties and two thousands of her. She's like describing these things and like, I need to remember what this looked like. So that's a much better answer than snack food. (laughs) I had a, um, I had an unfortunate deep dive. I mean, at least I guess, whatever. I saw James Taylor do like a live song, you know, Mm. home with his wife and I'm assuming son, um, on like, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon or someone. And so then I spent a good, probably two hours after that reading articles about him and Carly Simons and like the, or Simon, whatever the whole, like, thing yeah and my dad was like well, what did you learn and I was like I don't remember much <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good well fascinating Ooh. yeah yeah it was so good to have you on uh we love talking to you we'll find another uh topic that we can talk to you about one day because uh I think this you were great, great. Guest. yeah you were lovely well I have plenty of obsessions so you know it's plenty of space for that I love it and you know I need to try making jam now yeah Yeah. she's gonna get the cookbook we'll report yeah exactly we will do a report back (laughs) thanks Laurel bye Laurel thanks Thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our account is Grand Millennial Podcast, or you can email us at grandmillennialpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to find us on iTunes, we would love to hear your feedback. Um, if you'd like to rate or review, we prefer five stars only, but we're open to all feedback. <laughs> I mean, I would really like to not have constructive criticism, but I can take it. We can take it. Yeah, yeah one for the team. Right. Okay, cool. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>